I hope you're strapped in and strapped on. Such an honor, and it is definitely your pleasure to have me on. World's best way. <laughs> Teach people how to touch themselves and what not to put up their ass. I think everyone can learn to ask and should. So before we get formally started, I want to ask, um, is your voice like a little bit raspy slash is it because of deep throating? I'm just wondering. Um, let's see. Not because of deep throating, but more of like just, you know, swallowing a whole bunch of loads. So uh Sweet. while it is down there it's very like you know it, it gives me that smoky effect you know yeah it's kind of an amy winehouse vibe oh thank you very much love no <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, to try to make me go to rehab but i said no 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 love <laughs> Um, it, I mean, it feels like Amy's back from the dead, um, and she's gay as hell. Um, she left no time to regret. I go back to black. black. I wish that Amy were here so that we could ask her about her sex life because I, I want to oh, know I, about Oh, I that, bet she gets freaky. But... Oh, she definitely got freaky. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. There's, just there's like... no way that she didn't just do some magical shit. Okay, like... Uh, how freaky she was in one of her songs on her very first album uh it's called Mm -hmm. i heard love is blind literally if you search up the lyrics to i heard love is blind it is her remembering the time she cheated on her boyfriend and she's defending the fact that she wasn't cheating mainly because she was thinking about her boyfriend at the time so it's like it wasn't really cheating I was thinking of you this entire time. I was fucking a different guy. That's the classic, at least in my mind, that's the classic excuse for cheating. It's like, but I was thinking about of you, so it doesn't right? really count. It's like, <laughs> it, if someone else is inside you or in your mouth or whatever, and as it's long not as you like, are in my mind, I'm absolved of any sort of infidelity. I'm good. It's safe. Well, um, on that note, I'm personally ready to take everyone on this beautiful magical journey. Um, and so I'll go ahead and just say, welcome to Sex Essentialist, everyone. You're here with Em and Tim. Uh, <laughs> and um, on, in this atypical intro, because I'm going to keep all of that content in because uh, I love it. Um, I'm here with I'm here with Tim from Sex Ed with Tim, and Tim is a Sex fiend, chaotic homosexual, uh, horror on legs, ev- everything else that Tim um, identifies as on the internet that I worship. Um, so super excited to have you here, Tim. Um, thanks for joining me today. Thank you for inviting me. It's such an honor and it is definitely your pleasure to have me on. <laughs> it is. I feel... <laughs> you know, satisfied emotionally and physically every time we speak. And I really hope to give my audience the same sexual and emotional and spiritual oh gratification. Um, I hope I don't steal you away from your introducing husband. Introducing them to you if they don't already know you. <laughs> <laughs> Not tonight. Tonight I'm feeling um, pretty monogamous, but, you know, I mean, you, you oh, yeah. put out a lot, Tim, and we're picking up what you're putting down. So I hope so. I put down a lot of things. Uh, well, not necessarily good things, but you I sure still put do. down a bunch of things. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of good, a little bit of not. Na- little, 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 little bit of naughty. 
Exactly. That's how we live around here. Um, so why don't you tell everyone um, kind of a little bit about Tim? Who is Tim? How do you identify whatever that means for you? And um, oh, God. Let's, let's give the audience a sense of who you are. Ew. I know. Ugh, that's such an egotistical <laughs> like an extremely gargantuanly <laughs> narcissistic question where do you even start who are you who do you think you are, <laughs> who are you? um i feel oh like God. as um podcast hosts we we tend to like focus on the guest and it's weird to be center of attention so oh, yeah. here you are you're the center of attention welcome i know it's weird and also like it's just today alone i have recorded three podcasts you're like the third one of the day so it's like it's nice to just kick back and relax on like a funny podcast because i'm so tired of using my brain today like on an earlier podcast i meant to say cervical orgasm but my freudian slip said cervical cancer so i was like how does a woman achieve cervical cancer and i was like wait did i say that right and then she's like you said cancer and i'm like oh that's so embarrassing Oh boy. That's so funny. So, no, yeah, um, this is I mean, it well, it's funny in hindsight. I'm sure not in the moment. <laughs> no, she laughed. She laughed for sure because I'm just like it's been a long exhausting okay, day. <laughs> no, but like if your audience wants to know about me, it's really like I'm a sex educator based on what not to do. So I have done every single thing wrong in life. So I tell people, don't do what I did so that you don't make my mistakes. <laughs> um but like okay using tim as a learning experience exactly right so like to give you like the npr answer um tim is a certified sex educator based in toronto canada um i am openly a faggot i flaunt it everywhere i want uh my butthole is for the world there is a velvet rope take a number and get in line um (laughs) i um yeah i am a sex educator slash love coach slash sexpert slash um i don't know what else uh give me some titles what just call me whatever you want i don't care um call me by your name for all i care uh i (laughs) basically like focus my sex education on LGBTQ plus sexual health, HIV AIDS awareness. And I try to do all that from like a lens of comedy because sex is fucking sensitive. So we got to like lighten up a little bit and just have a laugh. Mm -hmm. So I don't know which version of Tim you're going to get on the Sex Essentialist pod today, but we'll see where it goes. (laughs) Um, I welcome all versions of Tim. And I I love that you you do. You come out sex with such a lens of comedy which of course i embrace um because i think sex is funny and also um what better way to deal with the serious parts of sex than by laughing about them because that's the only way there is oftentimes to handle it so um Mm -hmm. i welcome it and i'm i'm glad um that we get to share a little bit of that energy with everyone today um As you know, Tim, uh, my favorite way to introduce a guest, um, a new guest to my audience is by having them share um, kind of an iconic sex antidote, right? Like whatever that means for you and your years of exploration. Um, 
but I know like knowing you, you probably have like a handful of really fucking phenomenal stories. So if you have like two, you know, we'll stretch it for you, Tim, because I feel like there's nothing but good content I'm, coming I'm okay you. with getting um, stretched out. I get it for sure. <laughs> I just walked you into that one. <laughs> <laughs> that was low hanging fruit. Oh, there's another pun right there. Well. <laughs> <laughs> oh god um where do i start like okay because a lot of the stories i have were basically from like when i was an escort but those are probably like not so encompassing of tim the sexual being so i'm gonna pick up something mm. from the dark recesses of my brain to narrate okay um i think what best describes me as a sexual being is a little story that goes something like this. <laughs> so I was seeing this guy, purely physical. He's my fuck buddy. And we've been fucking each other for like a little over two or three years now. So we've already had like a good uh, fucking relationship. Um, Mm-hmm. One day, it was his birthday, and I decided to do something like really nice for him, which was to uh, show him like that I've got a toy. And uh, what I did was I bought like this really beautiful, expensive, like stainless steel butt plug with like a Swarovski crystal on it because you know she's glamorous. She is like the Beyonce of mm-hmm. butt play. Um, I got, yeah, yeah, it was like a really nice thing that I thought that I could do for this guy that just so happens to be opening his butt for me. So I figured I'll return the favor. (laughs) Um, So I I got a butt plug and I wanted to bottom for him. Um, And Mm -hmm. mind you, he is quite huge. I was trying to do my like Donald Trump (laughs) impersonation of huge. Um, clearly huge. not landing. Huge, huge. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so my fuck buddy is quite huge. And I thought that I would need to prepare myself for said huge cock. Um, so what I decided to do was to put the butt plug inside of me seven hours prior to the fucking because I thought it would help me get stretched out. M, you're making that face, you're covering your mouth, so you can probably tell where this is going to go. Um, I can't, yep. <laughs> <laughs> so, I just, yeah. I'm so intrigued by that logic. I'm intrigued yeah. by the logic. I, okay, so I am Continue. very much a gaping <laughs> hole. I am very much a very big gaping hole, but... When there's nothing inside of me, I am quite tight. Like, you can, like, try to squeeze sure. an aspirin inside of my butthole and you're never going to get it in because it's so tight. Um, yeah. yeah. It will it will turn coal into diamonds. That's how tight my butthole is. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's magical to consider. We should try right? it. Um, but... <laughs> yeah no it makes sense yeah that's what i, I, thought, I get but... it i get it to an extent <laughs> so um i thought that because i'm gonna take a really big dick inside of me 
I would want to use a butt plug to get my asshole prepared, warmed up, and ready and rearing to go. And I thought, you know, six, seven hours should probably be enough time for it to warm up. Great. I did all the cleaning. I did all the douching. I did, you know, even I even put on deodorant for him because I'm special and he's special. You know, just a little things. Ooh. Right? Romantic. So I put it in. <laughs> I'm really tight, lubed up, ready to go. Um, I like make my way over to his apartment it is like an hour long train ride because i live in the suburbs he lives in the downtown core uh which i don't mind because like you know when you have a butt plug inside of you and you're riding public transit the vibrations are like okay hold on Mm, yeah Mm, it's spicy it's juicy so i was enjoying my entire commute all the way to his place (laughs) Yeah, so <laughs> you can see, like, the passengers, they were looking at me as if, like, something was wrong when I was, like, fully, like, gripping onto the <laughs> the knee part of my pants. I'm just, like, squeezing. I'm, like, <sighs> like, doing that the Don't entire... Don't splooge on the bus. Don't splooge yeah, on know, the bus. I know, right? Don't do it. <laughs> Although, it wouldn't be the first time I splooged on the bus because last time I splooged was when my boyfriend at the time was giving me a hand job in the back of the bus. Uh, but that's also... A story within a story. Um, yeah, so we have all uh, been there. <laughs> we've all been there. We've all been getting hand handy jays uh, on the back of a bus. So um, oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> I'm riding the subway with a butt plug inside of me, and the subway is like really rickety, so it's a lot, of, a lot of vibrating and a lot of motion, um, and it's giving me all the sensations. Like my legs are basically numb at this point. Um. I then find my stop and make my way to his apartment. Finally. So we're like, you know, doing our routine. Like, hey, I like really missed you. You're looking cute. Let's have a little drink. And keep in mind, this is me like with my butt plug still inside of me. So, (laughs) yeah, just keep that in the back of your mind for now. Um... (laughs) I then decide to lead him into the bedroom because it's his birthday. I was like, hey, babe, I got you something really nice and I feel like you would enjoy it. And then like his eyes lit up. He's like, oh, my God, I can't wait. What is it? He's like, uh, like, there's no way I can possibly like guess. Just, just, Just show me. So I said, okay, it's a nice Swarovski crystal butt plug. And he's like, Oh my god, oh my god, give it to me, give it to me. And I'm like, well, you're going to have to find it yourself. I'm going to start slowly unwrapping your present. So then I undid my belt, dropped my pants, and then my underwear, and then I bend over so I can reveal the nice Swarovski crystal butt plug. Mm-hmm. And then he goes, where is it? And I'm like, what do you mean where is it it's there i can feel it he's like well i don't really see anything so then i reach back your ass ate it (laughs) your ass ate it with a fucking flared base no (laughs) like you did everything right tim this isn't your fault everything right 
so when I reached back there and I was like, I was panicking. There's like fucking nothing. I thought it got lost. Well, technically it did get lost, but like I felt it inside of me. So then, <laughs> I was like, shit, shit, where'd it go? And then he was such a gentleman about it too. He was like, babe, it's okay. We're going to get it out of you. It's It's fine. And then I was like, oh God, here we go. I went on his bed, legs up, like I was about to give birth. And I like, I was like doing my deep breathing. He gets two fingers inside of me and like makes like a hook motion. <laughs> He's like, hold mm-hmm. on, I can feel it. I'm going to need you to push. Because uh, like, it's it's like, I can feel the crystal, but like, I need to get my fingers around the base. So it's like, mm, okay. I was pushing, I was pushing until finally he got a good grip onto the like the flared base and then he's like okay go you need to push a little more i did and as it was coming out i fucking peed myself i lost control of my bladder i started peeing on myself as he was pulling out the butt plug and at this point i'm just like fuck you know what just like don't look at me. I'm going to hang my head in shame. I'm going to fucking like get out of your way. I fully messed up your sheets. I messed up your present. I don't know what else can go wrong. Thankfully, he was like understanding enough to be like, no, honestly, you piecing yourself, that was kind of hot. So I want you to stay and I want you to take this dick and we are going to make this my birthday. It's going to be all about me. So I did. And the sex was great. But like, yeah, I just did not realize my asshole was capable of swallowing an entire fucking butt plug. I panicked, but hey, yeah. we're good. We're here. I mean, happy endings all around, though, it sounds like. And really, like, that's all we can ask for in those types of situations. Um, but I love that that ass love being full so much that it was literally like, more please. And then just yeah. ate it right up. <laughs> it ate it right up. Uh, that's why I'm like a huge fucking gaping hole. My like my hole has a mind of its own. I don't know what it's gonna do. I try to do everything right, but yet it's just gonna swallow everything in sight like a literal black hole. Like it is an anomaly down does, there. Does your asshole have a name? I like to call him Michael B. Jordan because just like Michael B. Jordan, he is gorgeous. Um, my asshole is an Aquarius. Michael B. Jordan is also an Aquarius. Mm. So they have a lot of things in common. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Right? Fellow air sign. Fellow air signs. I... We're flaky. We are going to be like emotionally unavailable. <laughs> or if he's not going by Michael B. Jordan, I'll call him Fat Bastard, just like in Austin Powers. Because he'll eat everything. <laughs> the image of fat bastard next to michael b jordan i want everyone to take a moment and picture those two next <laughs> to each other because very different very different but both equally <laughs> beloved by um by our pop, know, culture. pop culture pop yeah. culture enthusiasts <laughs> also just like you know fat bastard is my asshole's drag name oh that's good mm-hmm. yeah did i tell you my drag i'm name? gonna name my asshole no tell my- me my Drag name, get ready, is Ava Gina. I mean, first of all, fucking hilarious. (laughs) But also, like... Pretty. I don't know, Ava Vagina. No, Ava Gina. Like, I fuck her. 
Yeah. Not Ava yeah, Vagina. Sorry, just I said Ava it. Vagina. Sorry, yeah. sorry. I my mouth my mouth is just de- desperate to say vagina. I vagina. Got, <laughs> it did it twice. <laughs> it did it twice. You're just loving pussy on your mouth. That's huh, so Anne? good. <laughs> I know. The other day, my male partner, I was like, "You're exuding lesbian energy today." I think I kept commenting on women in public, and him. he was like, "You are just such a lesbian today." And I was like, "You know what?" She lives inside me. Dick one out, so but sweet. it still exists. Yeah, yeah he it's, it. it's a it's a it's more of a vibe than it is like a physical trait. Yeah. It's an energy that you yeah, carry with exactly. you. Yeah, exactly. Just so happens that the energy I carry with me is always a big fucking slut. <laughs> it's just like open for business twenty four seven. Um, speaking of being open for business, quite literally. <laughs> um, <laughs> She got segue skills. The world's best segue. (laughs) 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 That's right. Um, I want to hear a little bit more (laughs) about your background, um, which, as you've already mentioned, includes um, a period of time where you were an escort. Um, And, of course, it's kind of led you – both directly and indirectly to where you are today. So why don't you rewind, take us back in time um, to a younger Tim transitioning into sex work. Oh boy. <laughs> uh, I'm, I feel like I'm the doctor and here is my TARDIS just <laughs> full of like red light districts. <laughs> yeah. I mean, oh god, <laughs> I can't do the I can't do the Doctor Who into intro music with my mouth, but if I could, I would. Something like that. I don't know. Or is that X Files? Or is that Rick that and Morty? I can't remember. It's all of those. Oh yeah, um, <laughs> they all sound the same. Right. It's always that. <laughs> I so, think that the Rick and Morty intro, like directly, is trying to rip takes off from Doctor, Doctor Who, but Who. that's a which I love, you know. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. So, okay, let's rewind back in time to uh, circa 2013. I am currently 28. Uh, it was around 2012, 2013. I don't know how old I was. I'm gay. I can't do math. So you do the math for me. <laughs> um, I, I really don't know how old I was at the time. But it was 2012, 2013. I remember because everyone was raving about, like, the end of the world, you know, 2012. Uh, December 21, 2012, whatever. So yeah. um, I that that was the year I got into um, escorting through a very unorthodox way. Well, then again, escorting is not really an orthodox job. So uh, who the hell am I to say <laughs> what is yeah, traditional and what isn't? Right. So um, the way I got into escorting was I was working retail for a really big, really popular store. And I will not say their name because if they ever hear this, I don't want to get in trouble. But basically, their name is synonymous to the space in between two objects. It rhymes with rap. So you can guess what that is. Um, I was working inventory. It also rhymes with fap. Fap. <laughs> so, okay. For all intents and purposes, I was working at the fap. Um, I was working at the fap <laughs> at uh, at a, a, like inventory. It was like really late at night. It was like 10 o'clock. We're working way past closing. 
And it was just me and this other girl. Her name was Ashley. And Ashley is like, you know, folding clothes. I'm like over there with a clipboard being all cute and whatnot. And, um, you know, there's just two individuals, two very good looking people. We don't know what the hell else to do during this like really long, boring shift. So a topic of our conversation led to like, so what do you do when you're not working at the FAP? Yeah. yeah. Um, I, she said, I am actually a pimp. Um, I was like, oh, okay. Okay. Cool. I mean, you know, girl boss gatekeep gaslight. Love that for you. Um, you're doing your thing here at the FAP while in the meantime, you're just like, you know, pimping people out. Love that for you. Uh, because like, I've never seen a pimp let alone like a female pimp in my life so i was like oh that's awesome you know uh and yeah. then like you know uh that kind of like struggle with conversation of like what is it that she does what is escorting and all that stuff which then fast forward like two ish weeks after that conversation um we ended up in her apartment you know because we're hanging out we're like talking shop just being two gals uh i do have to clarify that at this time i was going by the bisexual label mm-hmm. um because like you know i'm still like exploring my identity at this time sure so yeah i ended up at her apartment drinks are flowing one thing leads to another and i end up having sex with her uh which is just happens to be like you know the best time she's ever had because i'm obviously amazing in bed i don't mean to toot my own horn but yeah of course though i mean we know i mean right like i am able to give people multiple orgasms because that's just a gift that god has blessed me with so i um i I, like gave her such amazing time and i'm still like kind of drunk and like i don't really know what's going on and then she reaches for her purse, takes out $500 in cash, and says, I want you to start Monday. And I was like, um, w- w- what just happened? Okay. And then she's like, yeah, no, I want you on my team. I want you to, like, start taking in clients. I want you to, like, you know start being like my employee i'm gonna watch over you i can like take care of you i do all the screening so like what i thought was just two beautiful people having sex actually was just you know an audition (laughs) so yeah Yeah. um that's how i started uh as an escort um she gave me like total control over like the clients i would take in I would be able to, like, say yes or no because, you know, my mental health or, like, whatever else is going on. I was working for her full time between 2012 and 2013. And then I started doing it on my own 2013 to 2016 because I decided to go to school for business management. Um, And then she graduated Mm -hmm. with honors. Thank you very much. And I used my knowledge of business management and sex to like get into sex education and that's where i am now thank you so when did you um i guess like transition out of 
sex work and more into sex education, like in terms of career? Like when, when did you say like, I'm going to stop doing the escort work? Um, well, to stop doing it fully was after I graduated mm-hmm. because I was only escorting throughout college to pay my way through school. Sure. Uh, and then I decided to like take some time off to like figure my own shit out and like, you know, what the hell is going on? I then like took a plane to New York to see one of my gals and just to like, you know, get away from it all. And I, I just wanted to like, you know, be with my friends and just figure my shit out. But while I was in New York, my gal was like asking me, Tim, you're gay. You know how to take it up the ass. Can you teach me? And I was like, oh, I mean, okay, sure. So what ended up as like a sweet little harmless question turned into like a full lecture of me like going into douching, into diets, into toys and lube. And it was at that moment where I was like, hmm, I'm actually pretty fucking good at this. So then right after that, I was like Googling, you know, a sex business career. And then um, <laughs> some really funny results came up at that time. So I was like porn star or like stripper or something. And then I then started to narrow my search down to like sexologist, sex therapist, uh, sex counselor, and then I fell in love with sex educator. I was like, oh, okay, this mm-hmm. sounds like something I can actually fucking do, you know, like teach people, yeah. coach people, give talks and workshops. I'm like, you know what? That's it. That's my calling. It's not to be a lawyer, not to be a dentist. It's to teach people how to touch themselves and what not yeah. to put up their ass. I feel like those of us who... um get interested in sex education or pursue it in more of a professional side. It does come from being like the sex smart friend in the group. It is very much like, like my friends have always come to me to be like, what is an orgasm supposed to feel like? Or um, which that's kind of a loaded question. Right. But questions like that, right. Like everyone's having orgasms. What does it mean? How am I supposed to feel? Like what toys should I use? And then it's like, well, orgasms really are fake. It is built by the patriarchy. It is not real. Sorry to tell you all. Orgasms are not a real thing. We're all faking it. And it's, oh, yeah, 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 exactly. There's no science behind them as well. Um, actually, <laughs> like, the, uh, I don't even have a good bit. I was going to take it back. Historical, <laughs> fake historical universe was about to come out of my mouth. And you know, I was like, you know what? I'm Master um, but- Johnson lied to us all. <laughs> Um, Masters of Sex, great show, side note. Anyway, um, I don't know how mm. accurate it is historically, but at least it's like fun to watch. But yeah, no, so I, I love that for you, it was like the first time that you taught sex ed was in that kind of situation, right? I think that's like probably the at most- At a Starbucks. At a Starbucks. See, I also, I don't know. I mean, I know that you have this experience because we've talked about it, but the like having to read the room and see if other people are comfortable talking about sex in public because- like my natural inclination is like, well, we should be. So why aren't we? Um, and that's not always the the take. But I love cleaning ass, how to ass play while drinking your chai tea latte. How to ass. That's it. That's just the question. How to ass. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that is the encompassing like subject line. Maybe I'll write a memoir 
Not not even like a self help book. Just how to ask. It's about mm-hmm. all of my relationship <laughs> histories. Your your self help book can be like how to ask, and so can you. You know, it's very <laughs> like it's a it's a very op ed, very controversial. It's gonna it's gonna cause a rift in the time and space and ask continuums. It's gonna it's gonna be iconic. I think everyone can learn to ask and should, but. Not everyone chooses to <laughs> to do that, and that's okay. Uh- <laughs> hey, I mean, you, people. Some people are born to ass. Some people have ass thrust upon them, and some people <laughs> earn ass. Um, I try to be all three. I think. <laughs> <laughs> We should all be. We should all try to be all three, especially the second one. Have ass thrust on them, <laughs> and I, it's also like really I mean, interesting because like we are so casual when it comes to talking about sex. Like sex educators, we we yeah. kind of like you know we think about sex all the time, but we forget that the common folk, the peasants, the civilians, <laughs> they're not used to hearing about two people so casually talking about like. Oh, I was at this orgy one time and I had an entire fist inside of me. I felt it in my throat and come out of my mouth. How was your Tuesday night? And like, yeah. oh, okay, <laughs> that's a conversation that not everyone is comfortable having. I forget. Yeah, no, like I I have to remember because I always tell people about this this sexual encounter I had in high school where we got me and three other girls. I'll say girls because we were all like 17 or 18. So like fairly adolescent but we all got drunk off of everclear and mountain dew and the four of us <laughs> fucked and none of us ever talked about it again and then three of us have <laughs> since come out as queer so it's sort of like but at the time i was like so you you guys do that with your lady friends and everyone else was like what the fuck <laughs> honestly somebody f- from hallmark get this into a movie get disney plus come through like this is the next pretty little liars spinoff <laughs> we called our friend group the hetero flexibles which is like pretty hilarious in hindsight thank you um i, love that. I think it's a label i am more of a homoflexual i am a homoflexual in the sense that like yeah i'm gonna primarily sleep with guys but also like don't make me do anything that's that requires me warming up my my inner thighs because girl she's tight homo inflexible <laughs> homo inflexible inflexible i can't there are some guys out there there's some tops that are very like demanding of like i want your legs over your head and i'm like i want a million dollars but neither of that is happening tonight now is it that's the thing is like so I um, I know this is a tangent but I injured my ankle pretty severely in 2018 in an accident and I you know walking boot physical therapy and I like have since when I've had sexual encounters obviously first and foremost with my long term partner um, have had to be like I promise I used to be able to squat on the dick like nobody's business and I just don't have the ankle strength to do that. So when I'm on top, it's going to be, you know, like if we're facing each other, like I'm going to be knees on the bed because I know you want me to bounce around on your dick like in the porns and I get it, but your girl's ankle just doesn't work anymore. Um, And I think 
the important thing here is like just be able to communicate physical boundaries you know (laughs) (laughs) um there's this new thing called aging have you heard of it it's this thing where your body doesn't do the things it does anymore so sweetie calm down (laughs) literally i was last night uh, my partner and I were tired. We'd been all, on our feet all day. And I this morning, I texted him once I was at the office, and I was like, I just want you to know, like, I really did want to fuck last night, but I was sleepy and my joints hurt. And he was like, yeah, no, I, I same way, same way. So, you know, just Aww, the, the gracious approach to aging. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but so, okay, I want to give people to a little bit of insight into what um, – Kind of, I guess some of the stuff that you took away um, from your work as an escort, and and how some of that inspired um, some of the the facets of sex education that you're most passionate about, or like maybe your specialties. Biggest takeaway is that people are trash. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> no, we're all trash. Come on, we're all good yeah. trash. We are all trashy. We're disgusting. Um, what else is there to take away from that? I mean, like. When what I took away from my experience in sex work was like, you think you're gonna experience the entire spectrum of sexuality and kink and all that, but no, it's like uh, there's always something new to learn. Like, yes, we're sex educators, and yes, that kind of gives us some sort of like title that we know a lot of things about sex but there is no possible fucking way that we are going to know everything about sex so like while i'm able to you know tell you how to lube up or like how to uh how to prepare yourself for a good old fisting session like your meat at a brazilian steakhouse it's like that's not gonna be that's not gonna be sufficient you're gonna have to like find other people for like hiv for stis for Mm -hmm. role-playing and and doming and kinking and subbing and all that kind of stuff um and also like there's this um overarching theme that i realized with the clients i was serving they were like they really just want some connection you know like, mm. you know, we can get a little sads at times and we're getting a little lonely. Because here's this misconception about um, escorting. It's always sex that people are paying us to fuck them. But, like, in reality, I would say, like, 40% of my clients were sexual and 60 were non-sexual. There were, like, oh. um, women who were just, like, looking for someone to talk to for the night. Someone that they can whine about their shitty fucking kids and, like, no complaints. And I'm like, cool, great. You know what you're paying for, right? 500 bucks for a good-looking dude to listen to you whine all night long? And she's like, yeah, that that's all I need. I'm like, cool, great. I am great yeah. at listening and nodding my head. I am so good at acting professional i acted straight for 21 years i can do this for an hour so i was like okay cool um like i'll listen to you talk i will be your arm candy and then there are also clients who are like i'm gonna be in a diaper just my diaper and i would like you to rock me back and forth for the hour and that's it and i was like oh oh okay I mean, cool, yeah. easiest 500 bucks I, I'm going to make for tonight. 
So yeah. and then there's just like, well, do I say anything? Do I? Do you want me to be like, daddy loves you or like, your father never loved you? And I'm just like, hmm. Uh, okay, yeah. here, I'm just going to rock you back and forth. You just want to be carried in the arms of like a big strong man. Okay, great. Awesome. So yeah, like uh, the what I basically took away from that is like, there's always something new to learn when it comes to sex and I'm here to learn all of the things. I want to know it all. Yeah. Yeah, that's so interesting. I mean, I I had not considered that. I mean, but I well, I guess I hadn't considered that in so far as your individual experience. I think um there is an idea, at least in my mind, that people will pay escorts to fulfill their needs, whatever that looks like. Um, and of course, sometimes the things that get people off if if they are seeking like sexual gratification aren't sexual and so um it's about making a memory or creating an event for someone as opposed to um what we think of as a traditional sexual act so that's um that's super interesting and also it makes total sense right i think uh there are a ton of atypical or what we consider atypical, I should say, sexual experiences like that are sexual desires and um, non-vanilla. Non-vanilla. Yeah. I mean, not even non-vanilla, but like non, non even crosses most people's minds. You know what I mean? Like there's, <laughs> there's kink and there's fetish. And then there's like for like, some people, you know, like, you know, taking seven loads in one night through a feeding tube, at a industrial factory, I'm not speaking from experience. That's considered <laughs> vanilla. So, yeah, no, I mean that's that's the thing is you know, some some people's definition of vanilla is like you know, dude inside a dude inside a dude inside a dude. Yeah, I mean like that's like Ooh. you know, deception. Can you but... imagine just like an orgy Russian nesting doll? I would. Love I. That. I have imagined, to be honest, mm-hmm. um, and yeah. it is like, I mean, that is one of the the things I envy about, um, you know, envy of people who have penises is just like mm-hmm. you can you we can, can have a train giving and receiving in a way that mm-hmm. um, is external and you can like visualize it. Which I'm a very visual person, so um, oh yeah, I've been in a train, I've been like in a train yeah. like you just connect the caboose to the engine to the loading dot whatever the inventory it's just like <laughs> really one long continuous fuck train and it was great <laughs> yeah i mean wow i i you know this is coming from a woman i fill all of my holes at once because i'm like why the fuck not that's what they're there for but i understand again I love my arms. version of vanilla you're ver- your version of vanilla all different from other people's version of vanilla so i have to remember that um i'm like my my vanilla has a little bit of vodka Uh, in it (laughs) yeah yeah exactly um so um you talked about i think well you mentioned of course that people are trash and in escorting there was plenty of opportunities to see that demonstrated live um but also but also so one of your kind of main sex ed specialties is um 
you know, obviously as a member of the LGBTQ community, uh, kind of locally is also to I question discuss... my membership sometimes, to be quite honest. I feel like I need to re- my, need to get my card revoked. <laughs> I am truly like <laughs> so far Why? gone from the other gays. <laughs> no, because it's like, just it's really just like a very niche gay experience. Yeah, I am truly no longer gay. I am just a big ball of gas that just happens to fart out <laughs> glitter. I am just floating in this realm, watching all the other gays be mean and nasty to each other. And I'm just like, <laughs> my plan is working. You're like, if gayness was living in a computer like Johnny Depp in that one movie where Johnny Depp dies, but then his soul lives on in AI, you're like that, but it's like the computer AI overlord of your local queer community. Yes. Ooh, I love that. That is. That was a weird, that is, that's where my head mm. went. <laughs> no, that's where my head is going. I was thinking more of like a literal dictator. But, you know, I, I kind of like that imagery, too. There's lots. Tim Tim is all. Tim is everything. <laughs> and nothing at the same time. I am Schrodinger's cock. <laughs> that's great. Uh, oh, that's good. Um, I'm going to use that. I don't have a cock, but I'm going to find a reason to use that. Um, Schrodinger's pussy. Schrodinger, oh yeah, you're right. I do have something I guess I can say instead of cock. <laughs> I, like, I like the sound of Schrodinger's cock better. It eats everything uh, and nothing at the same time. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Yum, yum, yum. Um, that's the sound my pussy makes. Yeah, obviously. Just yum, 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 Because uh, <laughs> it has uh, like a larynx and like yeah. vocal cords. Oh, she speaks. You make a talk when you're in bed with your heavy. <laughs> Just like, look, you tell your hubby, sweetie, look at what she's saying. Feed me. Feed me. I am horny. Uh, <laughs> he's like opening my nightstand like, what snack do you want? It's like infinite sex toys in my nightstand drawer. And I'm like, the big one. The purple she's one. Like, Give me mac and cheese. Mac and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> and get some Snickers while you're at it. The one that does the really complicated <laughs> buzzing pattern. No, the other one. <laughs> <laughs> the glass dildo. Your pussy. No, <laughs> your, <laughs> your pussy gaining sentience is probably like the energy we should carry all the time. <laughs> I feel like, like this is a bit, but also if you take a step back and think about it, like. I feel like if I continue to personify my pussy and give her agency, I feel like that separates some of the anxiety that I can feel out of the situation. Does that make sense? It's like, oh, for sure. Oh, like, as a yeah. person, I'm nervous about communicating certain things because I'm not very like conflict driven, but my pussy is like, absolutely not, sir. Like, that's not, that's not the right spot at all. <laughs> I would like to introduce to you my big penis pillow that's sitting right behind me. Hello, friend. So I don't know your your audience, if they go onto my Instagram, they can see the big penis pillow. I use this as a personification of my own genitalia. And I tell guys, I want you to touch me where my penis pillow is smiling because that is my favorite spot. That is I want you to touch perfect. where his eye is, right? I love that. This is life-size Michael B. Jordan <laughs> slash fat bastard right here. It's a beautiful, it's beautiful because it's, 
like intimidating in size, just a smidge, but in a exciting way. Oh, it's life size. It's it's literally my. It was modeled after me. So you would say that your dick is the same size as the rest of your body, approximately, or? Oh, for okay, sure. Okay, yeah, okay. I, I've been cons- I've been considered a medical anomaly by uh, professionals. They're really concerned as to like how much can I actually ejaculate, and I might be even up for a Guinness World Record. Can you use and your dick as a rocket ship when you come? The I hope so. I hope so. Like if. Jeff Bezos and Richard Branson and Elon Musk were to get a little more work done because they are ugly fucking white dudes. Sure. I would let them ride it. I would let them ride it. I'd think about it. I would need a couple shots, but for sure. Also, like, it's not a free ride. Pay me all of your monies. Exactly. Spread the wealth. Spread the wealth, yeah. I mean, that's a whole, yeah. We're, we're aligned, you and me. We're, we're <laughs> on the same page. Um. <laughs> but yes, it is definitely uh, really big. Um, it does make elephant noises. Like, <laughs> so that was my cock just now. That actually. was <laughs> down, boy, down. Um, that was very oh. good. Um, as in, your cock sounds exactly <laughs> like an elephant. Your cock must have been oh, listening yeah. to National Geographic and has been working on that for a while. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's been making sounds. He's been, like, really deprived. I swear, baby. I swear. <laughs> Good boy. Down, boy. Down. <laughs> Sorry, guys. My my cock is, like, all over the place right yeah. now. Down. Can confirm visually. Behave. It's like. Behave, yeah. He, he's just not chill right now. Taking up half the webcam shot. It's just, just oh, dick. Yeah. Good boy. Good boy. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, M and audience. <laughs> Back to the show. To the, anyway, the regular schedule programming. Um, <laughs> but uh, okay, yeah. Let me l- let me kind of pull some nuggets of wisdom from you. Um, what are some of your, as a sex educator and someone who cares about um, harm reduction and relevant resources? What are what are some of the favorite resources um, or some of the favorite? like tidbits of information that you like to share as a sex educator um if you have any that come to mind have sex with me and then you'll (laughs) realize what you're doing wrong the elephant (laughs) cock will teach you how to do it right (laughs) and when he's making elephant noises he goes into his third alter ego dumbo (gasps) dumbo small but mighty Uh (laughs) small (laughs) But flappy ears, though. Big old ears, that Dumbo. Well, she's going to transition into the Energizer Bunny. Um, <laughs> <laughs> my cock goes by so many names. It has multiple passports. Um, I love that. Oh, my God. It's so easy to get distracted when you get two comedians together, and it's just like we go into bit by bit. I know. We're constantly <laughs> um, making dick jokes, and that's that's just jokes. the life. <laughs> but um resources uh like books or something or like pamphlets yeah i mean like you know i i think it can be broad if it's like um google google this phrase and it'll be insightful for you <laughs> or if it's specific books that you like to share if it's pamphlets um i think like Ooh. in your day-to-day, okay what do you like to share? i do love books i love books i highly suggest people read more sex books um, for any of you heterosexuals, sorry, I couldn't keep my food down. Heterosexuals out there listening to this, um, 
I highly suggest y'all read She Comes First by Dr. Ian Kerner. Great book. It's literally like the cover is a papaya because haha, low hanging fruit. It looks like a pussy. (laughs) Um, So that's a great book on like how to pleasure women. Um, There's also Come As You Are by Emily Nagoski. Mm -hmm. Uh, Teaches you all about like how our brain works, why we're horny, why we're not horny, what's going to make things better for you in the bed. Uh, And then there's also Tell Me What You Want by Justin Miller, which basically shows like this is this more for like the sex nerd nerds, which is like um, lots of statistics uh, and like how do North Americans feel about sex and whatnot. Um, you know, numbers and see what's hot and what's not for sex. It's basically like the Cosmo, the GQ of mm-hmm. all things sexuality. So, yeah, just a couple of things for your audience to, like, read up on. I love that. And I will say that, yeah, Come As You Are was um, a, a book that really sparked my um, understanding of sex education and sex research. I think it was one that my therapist actually recommended to me as I was dealing with my own like issues in sex and how to like process all of that. And um, it changed my life and it was, it's a phenomenal read. So um, obviously the other two are as well. She comes first, of course, is as you said, for the heteros, um, a very user-friendly book, but um, <laughs> I don't know how you can say that word while holding in your lunch. Like, ugh. Ugh, I know. Ugh, I'm I sorry. Can't, I can't do it. I can't. She Comes First <laughs> is also like the three most important words in the English language next to you got some money. That's four <laughs> words. Never mind. It's, like I said, I I don't do math. I'm homo. You you it got is work. one word. There you we go. You got is one word. And then got some money. Some money. There we go. Like I said, I can only be gay and I can also be smart, but I can never be both. Sorry. Just doesn't go together. I, I think you can be both. I can't. Maybe not Personally all me. The time. <laughs> <laughs> they can't exist in my brain as two things. <laughs> well, we love you the way that you are, Tim. Um, I mean you, because I don't. Welcome. I'm a piece of shit. Um that may be true, but you're a lovely piece of shit. I'm your piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. And we're so glad that you get to share all of your, that we get to be present for all of your My nuggets of wisdom and <laughs> shittiness and chaotic, your chaotic Homosexuality. <laughs> My my chaotic yeah. good. I forgot my alignment. Yeah, it, it would be, it would definitely be chaotic good or uh, lawful evil. It's like the perfect. <laughs> Those are truly very different alignments. I mean, it's one or the other, right? <laughs> I like. I'm gonna noodle on that because I feel like that's a that's a like a like a nasty combo. Oh yeah, it's a very dirty, sexy combo. Mo- mostly because it's like I like doing things for the good of mankind and like. I wish we all had, like, a really good orgasm, but also, like, fuck you all. I'm going to do whatever the hell I want. <laughs> like, yeah. don't mind me. I'm just here, you know, installing 
a red carpet from my room to the street so that people know where to put their dick inside. I mean, do you need a red carpet if your dick is as big as you say? I mean, hmm. <laughs> it does need a royal treatment, right? That's I mean, true. A tiara is... for your peen? I would love that. Oh my God. If there's any like sex toy companies out there that are listening to this please make me a tiara for my peen my peen queen are there like cock rings that are costumes this is just an aside uh cock rings that are costumes i'm sure there would be like Like my cock ring oh mm, i don't know like a cock ring that also had like a wig on it with like a harness i would love nothing more yeah to be quite like like we joke about putting googly eyes on the end of a dick, but like, what about a cock ring that puts googly eyes like on the shaft? It's just like they're they're hanging from the cock ring, or they're on that the would cock be ring? I don't like know. that would be doing the world a very very good service because anything can be improved with googly eyes. I would love it if we replaced all stripper nipple pasties with googly eyes. Hot, so hot, right? I feel like Tim and M coming after with the sexiest of tips. Uh, <laughs> googly eyes on your shaft and on your nips, baby. That's all you need. <laughs> because it's like you, you like take away from like how gross just a penis even looks. And then you make it cute. Then it starts to look like Gonzo from the Muppets. <laughs> and then oh, man. like, okay. How do I reconcile loving cock and not being attracted to gonzo at all i mean you've got your therapist's job cut out (laughs) like (laughs) you're keeping her in business so let me pencil that in for thursday (laughs) i've i've you know tricked everyone into listening to this episode to hear about sex ed with tim and being an escort but really it's just chaotic energy with tim and which we love which we love which we love like how else do you listen to two queer people? There is, like, the literal gay agenda is a mess. It's all over the place. It is just going off the cuff. Talking about talking about how horny we are. And, like, that's the literal job description of a sex educator, eh? It's just, like, yeah. you touch yourself and you tell people what felt good and then that's it. Or, like, what yeah. not to put in your butt. <laughs> yeah. It really is. It's like, hmm, let me try that out and then read about it a bunch and then tell people how to do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, on on this beautifully chaotic uh, <laughs> note, which uh, chaotic all the way through in a way that I do enjoy. I hope everyone else Thank did you. as well. Um, I'm going to say thanks, Tim, um, for joining me today. Um, I hope you all got some really crucial key takeaways because I feel like, you know, there was... <laughs> I hope you didn't because we literally covered nothing on this fucking episode. <laughs> hope you all enjoyed it. I hope you all had a good time listening to us talk to each other for an hour. Um Tim, Which is literally how every single conversation between you and I yeah. always go down. It's like is- we just go off the cuff. I like it. I don't I don't need to be reined in. I can't be tamed. <laughs> Tim. <laughs> Tim, where can people find you on social media? Uh so if you wanna follow my sex education account, 
Uh, it's Twitter and Instagram, Sex Ed with Tim. But if you want to follow my personal account, it's on Twitter and Instagram at Gay Slut Clown. Yeah, That's it right. Is. I did not stutter. <laughs> Gay and <slut> <laughs> um, and also. <laughs> my my, um, my website is sexedwithtim.com where you can see my blog uh, you can submit questions for the advice column you will stay anonymous it is more fun that way and of course you can listen to my podcast on all streaming platforms sex ed with tim i have a patreon exclusive podcast there which uh, you're gonna have to pay for it's the more salacious <laughs> stories but yeah like come support fight capitalism and get your rocks off all while doing it hell yeah tim you're a fucking treasure i love you is that too much to say <laughs> i love you <laughs> that's what came out I of my love mouth <laughs> you. among other things um. <laughs> um everyone should love you and i'm sure that they will um <laughs> i love you i love you all thank you thank you uh, <laughs> That's all, folks. Thanks for joining us.